Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Did you see cut number nine in your program? I, I did. I just called that up here. And <laughs> what the heck? Uh, uh, what John's uh, talking about is audio from the L.A. County Board of Supervisors meeting today where they're discussing Barbara Ferreira's uh, mask mandate coming back on Friday. Yes, so we'll have... Apparently Sheila Kiel said something bizarre. We'll have some uh, clips that we'll play shortly, but first... Yeah. We have now two public officials pushing back on this idiotic, fraudulent mask mandate. First with Catherine Barger yesterday, an L.A. County supervisor, and now we have the Beverly Hills mayor, Lily Bossy, and she called a special meeting... Uh, last night, and um, she said the council voted unanimously not to enforce the mask mandate in the city of Beverly Hills. Not to deploy any city staff or resources to help enforce the indoor mask mandate. So let's get Lily Bossy on. Uh, Lily, I am here. How are you? Welcome to the John and Ken Show again. Uh, thank you. Great to be on. Thanks for having me. How dare you defy Barbara Ferrer? <laughs> well, you know, we had a very, very extensive meeting last night. We had over two and a half hours of public comment. Uh, so we really listened to the community. It was really important to me that we get ahead of this. I really wanted us to be proactive. We have heard for the last number of weeks that there was uh, a potential for an indoor mask mate, uh, mandate. Uh, again, we don't know that if indeed it's going into effect, 
but I really felt that it was important to get ahead of it uh, and and have a dialogue with our community, with my colleagues, uh, in advance in case it does go into effect. Now, sometimes public comment periods get skewed depending on if organized groups show up, right? But accounting for that, what was the general mood of the public for the two and a half hours? Uh, well, I would say, well, we had about 75 uh, public comments, both we, you know, we have our council meetings uh, in person, so we have people that were in the council chambers. We also allow for people to phone in or video in, so we had people phone in, and we also had email comments. So out of the 75 comments, uh, three of them were in support of uh, the L.A. County Public Health uh, potential mass mandate, and the majority were not. Wow. Only three. And were these yeah. were these residents, business owners, both? Uh, both. We, uh, you know, we had uh, we had residents, we had representatives uh, of our chamber, resident uh, representatives of our conference and visitors bureau, and we had other other people who are not residents that that just felt uh, that they didn't want to see a mandate in Los Angeles. So it was. Uh, you know, a bit of everything, uh, but we definitely had uh, a lot of residents uh, that came and spoke uh, and and shared their opinions on on, on both. And, you and know, what, both, what was both their uh, what was their reasoning? Uh, you know, I think those uh, who wanted for us to uh, continue the mandate uh, that that were residents uh, just felt that it was important uh, to uh, allow for you know, the indoor mask mandate, uh, and those who were against it, that spoke against it, basically uh, felt that we shouldn't be having mandates. Uh, And so, you know, from our perspective, uh, this was a unanimous city council uh, that feels very strongly in the importance of health, um, number one in our city. We've always focused on on health uh, first and foremost. Uh, And we also have said that if somebody feels in any way or are you know they're they're vulnerable in in their health or such that uh, of course we encourage anybody to to wear a face covering and and support that uh so uh, this really was a conversation about you know the fact is beverly hills currently is still under uh la county public health uh you know although we are going to have a conversation next month at city hall uh regarding uh exploring our own health department that's something that's been in the works uh for a number of years now uh, and staff is now prepared to come back to us so we can have the data and and look at that if you did that you wouldn't be under the jurisdiction of la county public health anymore well, I think that will be part of the conversation. We we haven't had the meeting yet, uh, so I don't know what we would have the authority to do and what we don't have the authority to do. So it's a little premature for me to give you that answer. After we have the meeting and the staff gives us the data, I'll be able to, to answer that. But, you know, from, from my perspective, uh, and uh, this is just uh, speaking, you know, individually, I'm not speaking for the council. You know, w- you know one thing that, that, I, that I said was, you know, I, I do feel that, you know, where we are now is very different than when we, where we were in, in 2020. Uh, you know, I feel that we have 
learned a lot, uh, you know, from this pandemic, and we're in a different stage. You know, we're in a weird uh, situation where we have Barbara Ferrer, who seems to think we're in an emergency, and it, 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 it seems as if 95% of the public who bothered to weigh in yesterday does not think we're in an emergency. So part of what we talked about uh, last night, as a matter of fact, in, some, in terms of the data that was given to us, that, you know, there are 58 counties, uh, you know, 58 cities in L.A. County, and 50 of them uh, are also considered in the in the high category and that it was just L.A. County uh, out of out of the 50 that we're talking about, you know, potentially the the indoor uh, masking. And again, we haven't seen if the order has taken place or what the order looks like, but I really wanted for us to get ahead of it in case uh, it does take effect and for us to have the conversation. And, you know, the bottom line is if it does come unto, you know, uh, into effect, as I said, we still are under L.A. County Public Health. So, you know, restaurants and such uh, could still, uh, you know, and again, I don't know if they're going to fine or what, what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, do you think they're going to send, do you think you're going to get targeted now that they're going to send inspectors to Beverly Hills? Uh, they might, uh, but you know, from my from my perspective, you know, you know, I think part of the job that I feel that I have is, you know, to to get ahead of any issue, uh, to not be, uh, you know, uh, to be proactive. And I think, you know, hearing from the community, you know, I think, you know, we have many very important issues that we enforce. For example. You know, welfare welfare checks on the unhoused, or safety in the parks, or on the streets, or you know, even crime. So it's it's just a matter of you know, kind of prioritizing. Do we do that in terms of enforcement, or do we uh, enforce uh, you know somebody what? wearing a, a mask indoors? Why do and you? That, th- it's since it's sorry, please. No, no, I I mean the numbers um, that they're pushing are just exaggerated. We've had a number of doctors either on the air. Clips that we've played, quoted in the papers, saying that the 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 infection numbers are exaggerated in terms of hospitalizations. That they are counting people who come to the hospital with a broken arm right. and coincidentally test for COVID, and that's most of the cases of COVID. People who got to the hospital for some other reason, deaths the same way. People are dying of other things. They happened to have COVID at the time. Um, why and do we you, talked about that last night? Yeah. Why, well. So why we do did, you think the county, the L.A. County supervisors and Barbara Ferrer won't just let this go? You know, I would have to tell you, I would ask that you ask them that question, uh, <laughs> because I, I don't know what is in their minds. But I can tell you from uh, you know my own perspective, health is number one. Uh, but, you know, I, I think just as I've seen with studies, uh, you know, there's one doctor that will have one perspective and another doctor that might have another perspective. And, uh, you know, one of the other items I said last night that, you know, I think this has been a very, very, very difficult number of years. I think it's created a lot of divisiveness, mental health issues, anxiety, anger. And, and I feel that somebody who chooses to wear a face covering you know, they are not a sheep. I respect them for the, their honor of choice. You know, that was always with the comment that we would hear, you know, from, from people. Oh, if you wear a face covering, you're, you're a sheep or, you know, you're a follower. I respect everybody 
who you know needs to, wants to wear a face covering. And I also feel on the other side of it, if somebody chooses not to wear a mask, that doesn't necessarily mean in any way that they're selfish or they don't care about others or that, or that they don't value health. And I think that's part of it. I think there's an element that there's been such divisiveness and and anger amongst each other. And uh, and I just would like to finally see a a mutual respect of of differences and valuing one another. And uh, in in terms of Beverly Hills, you know, the enforcement is uh, definitely something that we have chosen not, not to do. But again, L.A. County, we are under L.A. County, so. Uh, at this point, uh, you know, they they have the ability, uh, if they so choose, to inf- enforce as, as, you know, their directive may be. Well, you're, right. you're an incredibly reasonable person, which is almost impossible to find in politics. So <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on. And thanks for having me. I'm always, always available. Always would love to talk. So thanks again. Thank you for what you do. All right. It's the Beverly Hills Mayor, Lily Bossy. We should point out that... When the mask mandate was introduced back in July of 2020, Beverly Hills did enforce it, claiming that they used substantial resources to enforce the first indoor mask mandate, which lasted 11 months through June of last year. But as we had uh, the mayor on today, they decided last night, the city council, the mayor, they are not going to be a part of enforcing Barbara Ferrer's new indoor mask mandate because things are quite different today than they were two years ago. And she's certainly Correct. And we know that looking at the real data on hospitalizations yeah. and intensive care. I, I guess that's care. what really pisses me off is is Barbara Ferrer is truly using fake data. Yes. The, la- the last time they did this, they were they were using real numbers. Now they're using fake data. Right. Because they want to make you mask up. Uh, we have some audio from today's Board of Supervisors meeting. We'll start with uh, a great one from uh, John's supervisor friend, Sheila Kuehl, coming up next. John and your chance for money. Money. right? John and Ken show. You know, they always say in those ads, four out of five dentists surveyed, recommend, or whatever. Well, four out of five of county board of supervisors are stooges. We'll talk about them in a moment because they're having a back and forth over Barbara Ferrer's return of the indoor mask mandate in L.A. County. But right now, this. Now, your chance to win $1,000. Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bills. That's Bills, B-I-L-L-S. Enter it now at KFIAM640.com slash cash. Powered by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you're hurt in an accident, winning is everything. Call the winning attorneys at Sweet James. 800-500-5200. That's 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. If you win, we send you an email saying you won. Check your junk and spam folders in case it goes there. Listen to KFI. There's a winning keyword every weekday starting in the 9 a.m. hour all the way to the 5 p.m. hour and next chance to win next hour at 420. All right. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors is having their Tuesday meeting, and one of the topics that finally came up was Barbara Ferrer and her indoor mask mandate returning on Friday. One thing you should know is that they're already saying the numbers, and they're fake, but there's nothing we can do about how they interpret them. They're coming down. There's a possibility that we will not have to implement the indoor mask mandate on Friday. But let's play this clip because it got our attention immediately. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors is made up of five women. We learned yesterday that one of them, Catherine Barger, was ejecting to the mask mandate returning. The other four we weren't too sure about here comes the biggest stooge of all on the board and thank god she's leaving the board 81 years old 
Sheila Kuehl from uh, the Dopey Gillis show back in the day. Here is her talking about the mask and how people respond to it. You know, I'm particularly struck by uh, kind of the blowback from um, a, a number, though not a really significant number of sort of, uh, you know, snowflake weepies about how oppressive it is to wear a mask. Uh, I don't hear them send, you know, writing me about shoes, which are actually more oppressive to your feet than wearing a mask on your face. Uh, but we do that really for health or the requirement to wear a shirt, you know, into a restaurant. <laughs> 81. Huh? Snowflake weepies. Weepies. Now let's go back and remember Boy. that this is the woman who voted for banning outdoor dining. They went out to eat that night at an outdoor restaurant. Right. Claiming it was a huge risk to the public to do this. It was a, Thanksgiving, it was a couple of years back now. Thanksgiving weekend. She sh she voted to shut down the outdoor. Outdoor dining. Down, uh, dining right before Thanksgiving weekend. And on her way home from that vote, she stopped at an outdoor restaurant. I was thinking about these stooges today because I remember, remember, they banned us from the beaches. They banned us from like walking trails and parks. Yeah. All this outdoor stuff. And then they finally banned us from outdoor dining. And this was one of the idiots. The snowflake weepies. <laughs> snowflake weepies and shoes. Well, you gotta... I hadn't thought of the shoe comparison. Are shoes oppressive? <laughs> I, I never. Your feet need to breathe. My feet get very sweaty in shoes and socks. <laughs> Play that again. Uh, this this is a, an all-time classic. You know, I'm particularly struck by uh, kind of the blowback from um, a, a number, though not a really significant number, of sort of, uh, you know, snowflake weepies about how oppressive it is to wear a mask. Uh, I don't hear them, send, you know, writing me about shoes, which are actually more <laughs> oppressive to your feet than wearing a mask on your face uh, but we do that really for health or the requirement to wear a shirt you know into a restaurant yep, no shoes no shirt no service she's talking about <laughs> that's right um, when wow. i do see people walking around in public without shoes at all i do find that weird i'm not talking about the beach i'm talking about the streets because i think there's glass and stuff i wouldn't really do that well it, it, it's dirty and there's rocks and there's yeah it's usually somebody homeless yeah there's infections you can catch and they whatever but uh, but i never said to myself oh i'd love to go into that store without shoes i want to go in in bare feet please but to wear a face diaper it's not so much oppressive it's annoying, and it also oh, is... Oh, I find it oppressive. I don't like breathing in them. It's unnecessary. I, I, I don't like breathing in them. And I don't like the way it looks. And I don't like the government uh, deciding what I have to wear on my, on my face. It's just my, my, my face, my freedom. And I think the important Jesus. thing is, maybe in the first months of this, maybe the first year of this, well, this was a good idea, but we've <laughs> learned after two and a half years... It either you know, doesn't make a difference or at the point now where COVID is very controllable. They're lying about the numbers. We can prove that they're lying about the numbers. There are doctors in L.A. County who are saying that the numbers she's using are false numbers. And, you know, this is like, you know, you, we could play this game to all kinds of absurdity. How about the government says we all have to wear bright red hats and jackets every day. So it, we, when we cross the street, we're less likely to get hit by a car. You can make the case for that, right? We should all wear reflective orange clothing, just in case. If we can just save one life, it's worth it. 
It's absurd. Well, it's like we should wear helmets while driving. Well, that's right. We should wear helmets while driving. Just in dri- case there's an accident, the airbag may not be enough. We should wear helmets while walking in case you trip and fall and bang your head. More likely you could get mugged by a crazy homeless pe- person and bang your head. God, uh, might get out of our life. They don't understand that. Get out of our life. Go away. Right, well, clearly we know what side she's on. When we come back, Jesus. another supervisor apparently got into an exchange with Barbara Ferrer. We're going to listen to it and decide what we think. It's Dopey Janice Hahn. That's next. What a, what a, what a crowd. Johnny Kent, KFI. All right, the Moist Slide is coming back in a few days. A quick reminder that we always take your calls. The iHeartRadio app is one way to leave your message using the microphone icon. Or call toll-free, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We're examining the latest babble from the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. Barbara Ferrer was the key witness today as she talks about bringing back the indoor mask mandate as soon as Friday. Sheila Kuehl is the top of the boob chart. We just played an interesting <laughs> clip. That's right. She doesn't she, think wearing masks are as onerous. Shoes are more onerous. I have more of what she said. Uh, the, the, the idea is to protect other people. I've worried about servers, for instance, in restaurants, because when we make it a strong recommendation, virtually nobody does it. Right. It's because people understand it's not the threat it was. Grow up. And you know what the El Segundo Times is trying to do? Wait a second. They're trying to turn this into long COVID. I know. They're trying to act like we need to keep the cases down because some people are going to get long COVID. That's That's the new angle. Well, because they're going to say, if you give somebody COVID, you're making them sick maybe for the rest of their their lives. lives. So that's why you have to wear the mask. Do you want to give somebody long COVID? And years from now, they're still huffing and puffing for air because of you? (laughs) You can't win against panicky hysterics they'll always outdo you always no matter how how much you mock uh, one particular warning they've got something even crazier that they're worried about all right we have for you now an excerpt because apparently this went on for more than five minutes it's a back and forth between the lovely supervisor janice hahn and barbara ferrer over the masks wow i feel like that's a whole new group of people now who have been with this on masking so far but right now are opposed to the, to the mandate. Yeah. 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 And opposed because they've decided that masks don't work. So I just, I mean, for me, the most important thing is that masks do work and we ask people to please keep wearing them, whether it's uh, universal indoor masking or not, it's super important. And I will go back to the fact that nobody is complaining about wearing a mask at a healthcare facility, not just at hospitals, but at doctor's offices, at dentists, at the lab. Because there's people, sick people know there. Apparently masks do work, and they protect the workers, and, uh, and they protect other more vulnerable people. So I think I, I w- laid out, you know, over all of the slides. Wait, stop a second. They take all kinds of safety precautions in doctor's offices because of the risk have. of all kinds of infections, all right? right. They do that at surgery, too. So the, 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 the normal life is not a doctor's office or a, no. a surgeon. And it better room. not be. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the standard now. We all have to act the way doctors and nurses and technicians do while they're doing their, their health work. All right. Let's continue this. All of the slides. How so I think my question was about yep. uh, um, basing your decision on hospitalizations um, yes. due to COVID. Um, yeah, I'm not 
I mean, the There's reality is the decision about whether to go into high transmission is based on a set of hospital metrics that CDC has laid out for everyone that doesn't distinguish between um, in what we call incidental hospitalization. Really? People who are there because they're sick with COVID. So she knows We've been fate. calculating for months now and sharing with everybody that there's been a shift, uh, whereas before, particularly during Delta, most people that were hospitalized, the majority were in fact in the hospital because they needed to get treated for COVID. Well, she's shifting over blame. time, there's been a shift in that. And now most people who are in the hospital, the majority are in fact there for some other reason, but have tested positive. Um, so so it's not wouldn't like change we, we your, have- It wouldn't change your recommendation if you just focused on those who are there because of COVID. Well, yeah, I, think what, I think what I've been trying to say is- What? I'm not just worried about stress on the healthcare system. Okay, I'm really it? worried about the fact that when you have this much sort of unfettered transmission, we oh don't, we're God. not getting control of it, although maybe now we are. I mean, we'll have to see what the data is this week. <laughs> but when you have this high a rate of transmission, it will lead to tragically more deaths. And I think the question everyone has to ask themselves is how much death do you want to tolerate before you ask people during these extraordinary times of high transmission to put their mask back on. I'm definitely saying clearly out loud to everyone and have been for weeks, the death rate right now from COVID is too high. Mm-hmm. Stop um, a second. Stop, stop, stop. No, it's not. I, I, I see the daily reports. Sometimes it's 8, 10, 12, 16. I mean, people die every day in L.A. County from many, many, many things. These are not the numbers they were two years ago. You know what? what you know what word's missing? She from is this? trying to stamp this down to zero, and we can't do that. She, she's missing the word Paxlovid. Paxlovid, in over ninety percent of the cases, ends your symptoms. It's an antiviral. And a lot of the people that die probably are not vaccinated or had severe underlying conditions. They need to take bigger precautions. The 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 difference between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated when it comes to hospitalizations, if you are vaccinated. It's five out of 100,000 people go to the hospital. Five out of 100,000. If you are unvaccinated, it's 7,000 out of 100,000. 7,000 to five. All right? So the key is what you said. It's being unvaccinated or you're really old or you have a lot of underlying conditions. And, and that's always been the risk. But if you aren't in those categories, even if you get it, you take the Paxlovid and in 90-plus percent of the cases, the symptoms go away in five days. They gave it to Biden. If the, if, if the virus didn't kill Joe Biden, it can't be that bad. And he took Paxlovid, and his symptoms are largely gone. You got the president giving you a test case here. You don't get older and frailer than that guy. Plus, she also tried to shift the blame to the CDC. Well, these are their metrics. But that's when Han asked her, yeah, but... If you're saying that the number of people actually hospitalized for COVID is low, do we have to follow that? And then she went off on her speech about there's just too many people dying. And that, well, there isn't. And, and nobody wants to say that because it sounds cold. Yes, we all tolerate a certain amount of death in all kinds of categories, which is why we don't ban cars, right? It's why we don't ban planes. It's why we uh, don't ban a lot of things. You know, it's why we allow smoking and drinking and we allow uh, cakes and cookies to be sold, 
all those things kill you to uh, a certain extent over time. So, so stop it. We're not after zero death. Where did this come from? The zero death thing. That was, that was Garcetti's stupid idea when he wanted to do all the road diets that we're going to have zero amount of people run over by cars. I mean, uh, I mean I, you can't get zero in this world. That's not possible. And that's where everything shifted. And that's why you don't give them this power to begin with, because they got the power to control us, and then they changed the rules. Oh, no, no, we're going for zero. Zero deaths, zero hospitalizations, zero infections. It has to be zero. What, you want someone getting sick? This is crazy uh, land. We got more coming up. Johnny Kent, KFI. What's so funny? <laughs> Fox News is running. They did a poll on top presidential Democratic candidates. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg is number one. <laughs> no, not Newsom. 17. Newsom is a fourth at 10%. Who did they poll, Democrats or everybody? I don't know. I don't know. They just had the scoreboard up there, and I didn't see the fine print. No. So it was 17 for Buttigieg, 16 for Biden. Can you imagine 16% for the, for the incumbent? <laughs> Maybe it was Democrats. No. Uh, for a primary. And then Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. And then Gavin Newsom. Can we stop talking about this for a few months? Nobody's no. voting for a long time. I know. I know. Everything is actually uh, obsessed. You, you get 24 hours of empty space to fill. That's what you do. Yeah, it's like that line you and I always have that uh, the Dodgers are 10 games into the season. People already know what's going to happen. Oh, right. my God, what's wrong? Or, oh, they're going to win everything. And <laughs> this is what it's like. We're only in the first inning on because the way to the next presidential race. There's too much uh, airspace and too much internet space. I know. they got to fail to get hits. We will have updates next hour on uh, two of the, uh, I guess you would call them public safety stories in Southern California. The shooting at uh, the park in San Pedro, we now learned it was supposed to be a peaceful softball game between some present and former <laughs> gang members, but... Apparently it got ugly. And we'll update you on the 6th Street Bridge and what they plan to do to stop yeah. all the disruptions. Looks like the uncivilized people uh, have won here. Mm. Because now the civilized people are going to get penalized. How about that? So we'll explain all this in the 4 o'clock hour. We are continuing to monitor the Board of Supervisors. We've been playing some audio. They are talking to Barbara Ferrer about her dopey Return of the indoor mask mandate. Uh, An oldie but a goodie sprung up this morning. We had an LADWP water main break again. This time it shut down both sides of the 101 freeway in the Hollywood area. This happened just after 2.30 in the morning. And apparently some people didn't care. They started to just drive right through just thinking, I don't know, must be a little water. And they started to fishtail. Their cars just started to spin around because they... Probably yeah. you know, 2.30 or 3.30 yeah. in the morning. That's Not dark. a lot of traffic. You're excited. Yeah. You want to get going. Uh, well, a lot of them are probably drunk or coked up, too. Yeah. Two, this, is, this is Darwinism. You, you see flooding on the freeway, so you decide to speed through it. They did uh, repair the water main break. There's still some residual problems off the freeway there. But this brings up, and of course, I heard... You know, one of the experts interviewed, and it's the usual Ooh, when you hear about it. What's that? I love experts, yes. Like an infrastructure expert, one yes. of those type of people, a professor or something it was, and it's like, well, you know, you have to weigh the cost of whether or not you want to do repair or you want to do maintenance, preventative care. 
Uh, do you want to just wait till something breaks to fix it? Or do you want to try to get in front of it mm. by doing preventative safety checks yes. on the pipes to make sure? And of course, you really would think you'd want to do the first one. Mm -hmm. You want to get ahead of a water they, they do, because they it's do incredibly neither. disruptive. They do neither. No, they spend all their money on salaries and benefits. Right. That's what we learned about LADWP over the years. There, That's there, where all the money goes. There's no preventative care, and there's no replacement. No. No. So, these, so when the water main breaks, well, you know, just send somebody there with uh, some gum and maybe a large <laughs> Band-Aid. Uh, and these are 100-year-old pipes. The, uh, uh, one burst uh, kind of a, down the road and around a corner from me, you know, less than a half mile. Yeah. And... Um, we were driving over it this morning, and it looked like the road was cratering. Oh. And sure enough, later in the day, drove by, and yeah, they they had they had uh, coned off uh, a car, and they wouldn't let the owner take their car out of their parking space on the street because <laughs> they would have to go over the cratered area, and they're afraid the road is going to collapse in. So I think the water main break washed out the dirt underneath this road. And the crater is going to become a sinkhole soon. And this car may end up uh, getting absorbed into the earth. Yep, yep. That's the price for high-paid employees yep. and their powerful union. All right, more coming up. Johnny, did they have to clear out a strip bar to get uh, the workers to fix the one-on-one? Oh, the old strip bar the story strip from bar David story. Goldstein. Yeah, I'll never yes. forget that. Johnny Kenshaw, Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.